Yesterday, March 10th, Angelo Quinto would have turned 31 years old. But rather than playing games and singing karaoke, like he would have normally done on his birthday, Angelo was instead honored by family, friends, community members, elected officials, and hundreds of online viewers who tuned in for a candlelight vigil and birthday remembrance in loving memory of his short life. Say his name! Say his name! Angelo Quinto! One more time, y'all. Let's say it loud enough for the ancestors, including Angelo Quinto. Let him hear us, y'all. Say his name! Angelo Quinto! Angelo Quinto's name drew national attention earlier this year, after his family said Antioch police kneeled on his back and neck in response to him being in a mental crisis on December 23rd. Angelo's sister, Bella, reportedly called 911 that night because her brother was acting erratically. Police officers then responded to the scene, after which Angela's mother, Cassandro Quinto Collins, said an officer pinned her son's neck for nearly five minutes. As police were putting him on the ground, he said, quote, please don't kill me, please don't kill me, end quote, his mother said. Paramedics arrived to take Angelo, who was unconscious, to a nearby hospital where he died three days later in an intensive care unit. The Antioch Police Department, however, has denied claims that an officer used a knee or other body parts to apply pressure to Angelo's head, neck, or throat, and said that an investigation is ongoing. Police also did not disclose Angelo's death until nearly a month after the incident. Angelo's family hired civil rights lawyer John Burris, who is well known in the Bay Area for taking on cases of police violence. Burris was present at Wednesday evening's vigil. When I think of Angelo and think about his life taken, uh, as quickly as it was, uh, you know, we're talking about a couple of minutes, five minutes. Uh, we had a healthy young man in his mother's arms being cradled. He was in need of help. And within five minutes, his life was taken from him. It's unconscionable. Burris has drawn comparisons to Angela's death and the killing of George Floyd, a black man who died on May 25th in Minneapolis after police officer Derek Chauvin pressed his knee against Floyd's neck. You know, today the case for George Floyd started today, the criminal case. And at the time that it occurred, you know, given the reaction of the country, I thought maybe, was this a moment or a movement? A movement for us as a nation, as various communities, to look at the issues of police reform and see if something can be done to reduce this conflict between the conflict, the community, and the, and the police. Since George Floyd, I've been involved in a number of death, police death cases around the state. Each one is very hurtful. It diminishes us as a people and it diminishes me in my own sense of human life and the value of human life. And Angela's life, Angelo's life, if you listen to the family, you listen to the friends, you know he was on his way to leading a good life. He hadn't even really started. And for it to be taken is hurtful to all of us. And that's a tribute to all of you being present here. Following Angelo's death, family members and activists have rallied around heightened calls for police reform in a community largely known for its traditional pro-police culture, 
but with a new majority Black City Council and national attention in the wake of Angela's death, Antioch is starting to move in the direction of police reform. Antioch Mayor Lamar Thorpe, who was present at Wednesday's vigil, has promised a series of police reforms in response to Angela's death, with mental health at the focal point, he says. According to Thorpe, these reforms include improved mental health crisis response services and policies developed through a public process with community input. On Tuesday night, the Antioch City Council voted unanimously to adopt body and car cameras for the Antioch Police Department, a prospect that had long seemed inconceivable to many community members. However, Angelo's family has said their call to action to ban the knee-to-neck restraint remains unaddressed. During Wednesday's vigil, Mayor Thorpe spoke about the adoption of body cameras and more reforms to come for Antioch. We're going to have justice in this community if it's the last thing I do. They said I couldn't have body cameras. Damn it, last night we got it done. In the next two months, this city will have transparency. We will have body cameras, we'll have dash cams, and we're not finished. We are going to have a mental health crisis response team in this city. And guess what? I served in the Navy like Angelo did. He's my shipmate. He's my brother. They made equipment in the military for us not to have on our streets, in our neighborhoods, at our parks. We're going to ban that too. We don't need it. We're going to have independent investigations by attorneys. We're not going to hire retired police officers to investigate themselves. We're going to have an independent oversight committee to ensure accountability in this city for the first time. Because of those changes, there's going to be conflict because we're working things out. That's not a bad thing. And then there's going to be people who tell you that we're being divisive. We're not being divisive. We're growing. We're maturing. That's what, that's what happens in community. We grow and mature, and we become better at the things that we do. And we're going to continue to do better as a community, together, in making the changes we need to make. So again, on behalf of the city of Antioch, and condolences uh, to you, Cassandra, uh, and to uh, Angelo's brothers and sisters and his dad. Uh, and, you know, and I'm truly sorry that this happened. And I just want to reemphasize, we're going to get to the truth, whatever that may lead to. Uh, and, uh, and thank you for having us out here today. Erica Verai Santos spoke on behalf of the Justice for Angelo Quinto, Justice for All Coalition. This fight is not just for Angelo Quinto. This fight is for all people of color that have been murdered by law enforcement. And we need to say that, that they've been murdered by law enforcement, right? From Stephen Taylor in San Leandro to George Floyd in Minneapolis to Christian Hall in Pennsylvania, right? And the list goes on and on and on. Right? And that's why we're here today, because we know that our solidarity is essential because our liberation is bound together. Let me say that again. Right? Our solidarity is essential because our liberation is bound together. Right? And what I'd like to say to the, to the Kinto family, right? what I'd like to say to his mom and to his sister and to the entire family is that we are with you. We are with you in this struggle, and we are here for the long fight ahead.
And I know I heard the mayor say that changes are being made, but we know that it's still a long road to justice. Throughout Wednesday's ceremony, community members and activists shared stories about Angelo, made demands for justice, performed poetry and songs, and expressed condolences to the family. Angelo's sister, Bella, performed a rendition of Reflection, saying her brother had always been fond of the lyrics and had loved to sing with her. According to Angelo's obituary, he was an ambitious individual known for his creativity, humor, and drive, in addition to his abundance of grand ideas and many talents, and constant drive for happiness and success. Angelo had dreamt of a career in the U.S. Navy, but after being honorably discharged for medical reasons and in the midst of a pandemic, he had moved on to pursue a new dream in the realm of online gaming and video game design. Find more information about the Justice for Angelo Quinto, Justice for All Coalition on Facebook by searching for the page Justice for Angelo Quinto. Thank you to Angelo's family for graciously allowing the use of this audio on KCSB. With KCSB News, I'm Ashley Rush. <laughs>